What are you thinking? Ah, it's me, Mario. <laughs> Guys, this is a sad episode. Yeah, it is. It is. Guys, this is the last time that we will be together like this in our adult life. <laughs> this is the end. This is the end of everything. This is our end. He's right. Yeah, Dex. one of us is leaving, and um, at the end of this podcast, you're gonna find out who it is. It's Dex. It's Dex. <laughs> yeah, guys, no, it's a, it's a special episode. It's like a goodbye episode. Goodbye episode. We've 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 yeah. had a wild run. Everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. Roddy go to the Philippines. Two things for sure in this life: death and taxes and change. Alles hat ein Ende nur die Wurst hat zwei. Alles hat ein Ende nur die Wurst hat zwei. Means everything has an end. Only the sausage. It has to. <laughs> the German saying, it's the German saying, sorry God. Yeah, I yeah. wonder, yeah, no. So we are not like a, a sausage, saying. so we only have one ending, and, it, and the ending's now. Hey, yeah. speak for yourself. Is Jeff it is. too late to say, don't go? It is. <laughs> well, okay. I've got, I've got 13 days and 14 hours, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen to us? Because you're leaving. You're not going to film me anymore as a videographer, Fluffer. Okay. Things are changing, man. You know, I'm by like Coastal Lounge, New York. Fluffographer. Jeff is the... moved in with a girl. I think, I think, I think the, bo- the, the it's it's an, it's the beginning of a new era. It is. Okay. It yeah. is. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be chill. Yeah. I think we're all gonna grow, evolve, mega Charizard up, mm. and on to new, bigger, better things. Yeah. Do you think we're always gonna be friends and talking and shit? This is. You're making me sad. I'm going to fucking bring the balls <laughs> to the table, man. Because I know how this shit works, you know. We don't work together anymore. We don't see each other all the time. Then you're off to some, you know, like you were. Your, look at look at this guy. You're going to wear your, your, your slutty crop top in the Philippines. You're going to attract the wrong people. And before we know it, you get snatched up in the Philippines and we never see you again. <laughs> My God. It's like a 10-hour time difference there. We're never going to see you. I'm going to have... Uh, Hourly check-ins with you every week. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Jeff and I will talk once a month. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I'm going to send you videos of, of... That thing I told you about. I said I'd thing. pay you for. Yeah. Thing. How about in, in honor of this uh, going away, how about we recall some of our favorite memories we've had to th- the three oh, of us, okay. right? Yeah. Because here's the thing, guys. We started working together, like what, maybe 20, like in the pandemic, basically. I think, Riley, I met you before you were a subscriber of mine. We met like before we started working together on some video stuff. Jeff, do, do people know the story with Jeff? I, I told you, I used to idolize you. It's, it's, so, it's so ironic to me to think yeah. that I, at one point in my life, Mario idolized Adrian. this guy here. What is oh, it? one point in my life. That's crazy. It's fucking crazy. No, he was now like the, you're a five point three on Wiki Feet. That's right. That's right. No, I was looking up to him. I was looking up to him. You were the model that uh, my modeling age told me to look for. You know, mm-hmm. to, to to get inspiration from. And I I fan. You were the first guy I fangirled about. I swear to God, because when you send me a message back, when I was on I was a nobody on Instagram, and he had like one hundred fifty thousand followers. That was mind you, like mm. back in two thousand and one. You know, it was like yeah. a long time ago, and. You replied to me and you're like, thanks, bro. And I was fucking, I was just looking at the comment, which is aggressively jerking off. I was like, this guy <laughs> replied to me and he's an Insta famous Insta model with a jawline from America. That hey, was great. Everything you felt about him is how I felt about you. Wow. And here we Think have come full circle. And now Jeff just needs to feel that. Who did you feel that way about? 
I still feel it about both of you mm. here. Well, I told you what happened to you that Ron Reagan, <laughs> yeah. he told me about you and I started watching your videos and I didn't know what you and Travis were doing, but I just kind of liked you. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't really tell exactly, but I, I knew that I was on the right path if Ron was pointing me towards you. Yeah. I just liked your vibe in it. I was like, this guy, I like, and I was always interested in YouTube a little bit. Yeah. And then so I just slid in those DMs and. Mm. And the rest history. Immediately. No, we've had a night. We had a nice bromance. You know, we fucking went to Coachella together. Went to Hawaii together. Two of us, not Riley, which was my <laughs> favorite Philippines trip this year. I mean, we did this, this year. Mexico, Islam, Mujeres. We've been through some shit together. You yeah. know, we've That's been. True. We've seen some shit. We can unsee, and that bonds you. We've laughed. We've cried. We've cried. We've broken up. We've, we've back broken together. up. We've we shared back a together. twin bed. We shared a twin. When you see. Romeo Twink getting gargled <laughs> at 9 a.m. in the morning in a Mexican villa. Oh. That shit brings you closer together. <laughs> yeah. Whether you want it or not, it's like war. That's true. It's like war. That's true. Like you go to war with something. Like, you know, all the war people, like the veterans, they, they reward, they're, they're brothers now. Yeah. You remember when you Romeo asked me Twink. if I had kissed a man in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'll never I forget that moment. Yeah. That was just a casual question i think yeah yeah it was geared towards me but yeah, it, yeah. it hit me oh yeah the one where you <laughs> said the he moment was like jeff, smoking exactly. was like no i remember this moment that's the moment jeff became gay it was hilarious <laughs> it was hilarious because jeff was pretty straight you know what i mean like his whole life and whatever and then it, it was just a question because i was genuinely curious you know what i mean but i remember i remember this because we had such a great time in hawaii hawaii is really where i also like Hawaii, ironically, I, I, I realized that I could be with, with a girl, with Vida. Mm. You know, we had like this, we got really close together. And then there's like a moment where I was on the porch outside after a day of filming, smoked a cigarette, which I do sometimes when I like reward myself for a long work day. I took a drag. We shared a cigarette. I just looked at Jeff. And I was like, hey, you ever thought about kissing a dude? And then, and then he was like, no, but... <laughs> You you actually said no until right now. The, ins <laughs> the Inception music started playing in yeah. the background. <laughs> Jeff was like, <laughs> <laughs> "No, it's so funny." He said, "Like no until right now with you or something," and I was like, "Cool, so yeah, like, <laughs> cool, like, cool, 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 cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was, that was something, man. You're like, so let's that circle back on that in a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make a YouTube. I'm gonna bring it up on a podcast in two years from now. All right, <laughs> and that that was a fun moment, man. Yeah, what was was that your favorite moment with me when you got rejected by me when you tried to flirt? I think so. You know that one time we did LSD. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. And you kept checking on me because some frosty was hitting on me. Yeah. And I could tell, I was like, it was kind of cute. It was like a, like a little bit of jealousy from a girlfriend or something. He's like, are y'all okay over here? Are you, are no you good? Jealousy. I was like, hey, no. there's a girl hitting on me. You're in Mexico. A girl hits on you, you might get abducted. You never fucking know what's happening. You're a blonde girl in you Mexico. Sellable kidneys. Dude, if, if, I, I, if I could buy anybody's kidneys. Do you think so? Oh, he's 58, though. That's I, will, I will get your, but younger. Your kidneys like 30 years ago. Yeah. Fire. Fire kidneys. Yeah. Fire, fire kidneys. Yeah. Fire kidneys. With Riley, well, we had a good time. Uh, even after you left, we were in Barcelona. We had some fun. We got into that club that one night. He had a girlfriend, temporary girlfriend there. So he didn't <laughs> pay me much attention. But staying at your parents' house or your mom's house on that twin bed, I mean, we did some content on there. PG. PG. Well, yeah. well you, did, you did content at my mother's house yeah. in germany yeah pg pg content p 
peachy content or PG content? Peachy content. Go go go. Peachy content. Yeah, we did. We did content on the on the twin bed. I did content in the bathtub. <laughs> In 4K slow motion. No, we... Because we did content guys, all over your mom's house. No, we met all <laughs> of our parents, too. Think about that. Think about that shit. You guys came to my... You guys That's met right. my family. You know, we're traveling together. You slept in the same bed as my mother, which still kind of disturbs me and haunts me to this day. It's been slowly haunting you more and more. I've yeah, noticed. I think so. Yeah. Because you used to just bring it up. And now you're like... You have like was, a, a distant look on your I, I know. Because I'm also... We used to live in such a bubble. When we were in like the real, like the thick, the thick, the thick, the, the, the thickness of the OnlyFans content, right? Everything is such a bubble there. You know what I mean? You, you just meet these people and then you're like, I don't know, like fucking whatever. They're step siblings doing stuff. What's the stretch, you know? Jeff and my mom are not even related, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. But then now with a little bit of distance and a little bit more sanity, I, um, I want to confront Jeff about it a little bit more. Clearing the air with Jeff. Clean, clean the air, yeah. I took care of her. Yeah, you did, you did. Yeah. What about you, Riley? What sticks out to you? <sighs> it's got to be still in um, Amsterdam yeah. when we went to go see Shang-Chi. And we ran through the rain, mm. giggling and laughing, running because it was downpouring oh and we weren't expecting it. And then we had yeah. to get from here to the movie theater and we're just running through the rain. From the train stage to the movie theater. Yeah. It was, it was like... 200 foot. It was like D-Day. It was just... Yeah, it was crazy. We were like, it right, was crazy, yeah. All right, ready. And then we got to the movie theater, the and movie then we were just giggling and stuff. All drenched. And then I pressed, I pressed Riley against the glass of the movie theater, you know? <laughs> and like the, our breath was like, you know, con, con, like the you couldn't see the condensate on the, of, the, of our breath in the water. I slapped you know my hand I mean? on, the, on the window. <laughs> and then we saw Shang-Chi and then Jeff was like, that's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Go oh my God. It. Jeff is, Go see Jeff is so funny because Jeff is like, whatever you, t- whatever Jeff experiences, it's always in that moment, the best thing of his life. In that's that beautiful. I need to, I'm <laughs> trying to good. learn from that. I am. Yeah. You're very present. I might've had an edible before that. I can't <laughs> like the best day of my life is <laughs> the best moment of my life. No. It was it was fucking incredible. I think also like all the, what else did we do? Coachella was always great. I think Coachella was fire. Coachella this year though, this year with yeah. the music, pff, the Eric one moment Pride. like the Eric Pride's moment was like the like that still, that fucking fire fire. It's yeah. such a like euphoric. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big like. I don't know. I don't go to like festivals and stuff. But that that music, it's just like. It's just hard European music. Also, I was on that Celsius, by the way, right before this podcast. I took like a zippity dip of the Celsius here, Arctic vibe. It tastes disgusting. It does. It's really bad. But yo, that shit is fuego. We're never getting sponsored. We're never getting sponsored. No, but like it, 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 it fired me up. <laughs> I, I don't ever have, I don't ever have, we had a full podcast right before this talking about like how Adderall is going to be. You know, you guys so basically hooked me a little bit on Adderall, you know, but I, I don't know. I just have such a low sensitivity for for stimulants. So now I'm very stimulated right now. It's valid. Yeah, Coachella yeah. was beautiful. I cried. Yeah. You made fun yeah. of me. I made fun of you. Just, you know, yeah. Something. No. And I think love. since we have such a, we have such a great dynamic, which I like, you know, you're Mr. Woke Police, you know, I just do whatever ooh, ooh. the masses want, you know, and Jeff is a bit more American. Okay. <laughs> So I think in in light of that, a bit more American. I think in light of that, we should 
we should have this last episode to talk about um, toxic masculinity. Mm, Let's talk about toxic masculinity. Let's talk about cock toxic masculinity. Cock toxic masculinity? <laughs> Let's talk about cock toxic masculinity. It's a very specific type of masculinity mm -hmm. that only the toxic masculinity that's limited exclusively to the penile area. Speaking of penile areas. Yes. I'd like to call out a, a, a comment that you got okay. on YouTube okay. on one of your podcasts. <laughs> yes. Jeff, you haven't seen this yet. This is my favorite comment ever received. What podcast was on? This was on the... Is that Zach? Zach Mendes. Yeah, <laughs> Zach yeah. Mendes podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite comment Mario's ever received. It okay. says, <clears throat> Great art through all of history has celebrated the phallus. <laughs> <laughs> it is our Puritan denial of the power of the penis that distorts and damages our sense of maleness, masculinity, and the divine masculine. Divine masculine. Male divinity for us in the mainstream Western world is about war and vengeance and blood and battle. Distortion. You guys in your small way are helping us remember the humor and protectiveness and boldness and creativity and compassion and intellect that we need to put at the center of our concept of masculinity. Phallus as art instead of phallus as doorway to hell. Phallus as life-giving, instead of phallus <laughs> as sword. There is no contradiction between the compassion of saving a kitten and the passion of a happy ending massage. Mm. Keep showing people that, guys. Let's fucking go. Okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wow. The divine masculine. Phallus as life-giving, not phallus as sword. Wow. I mean, I'm that, gonna make. I'm that gonna, is have, so deep. I'm gonna go into so AI and be like, create an art, create piece an art based piece. Yeah, of put it put it on the podcast right now. The Mid Journey art piece. On oh Phallus has life giving. My God, that is wild. Wow. So that that because we talked a lot about dicks in that episode. All Certainly. right. Which we might again in this episode. <laughs> you know, we might slip into it a little bit. You know, but we talked a lot about dicks to the point where our guest was kind of disturbed by the amount of dicks that were talked about. Mm. Okay. It's but, natural. But. but People think we're doing this dick joke kind of stuff to like, you know, be little dick boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're not little dick boys. Oh. We are celebrating the divine, mas the, the divine masculine. Mm. I'm glad that one of our viewers got it. Yeah. Mm. I didn't know why I, I was doing it, it but I, now I know. <laughs> Baby, you hear that? My, my, my girlfriend always makes, she, she, wants, she wants me to make fun of not penises, you mm. know? But penises are so fucking beautiful and funny. You know, so I kind of I I like it. Now it's like the, it's the divine masculine. Mm. It's true because masculinity, I feel a masculinity, Jeff. You think it's a good thing? You think it's a toxic thing? You think it's a divine thing? I think in general, it's a good thing. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really know what the thesis of toxic masculinity is. Well, I think it's just the, the, the whole thing with toxic masculinity is that it is it has kind of been weaponized. That's the thing I don't like about it right now. It is politicized. It's sure. been politicized a little bit too much, you know, to the point where now it's, it's but it, it, there is a truth to it, right? Because what I associate with toxic masculinity is when I was in Peru and all these macho dudes were making fun of me because I hadn't had sex yet. So then I ended up having sex with this girl, consensually, even though I didn't want to. Mm. Just to prove. So I did shit that was not my truth, authentic self because of the image of what a man should look like. And mm. that in itself, that's the toxicity in it. You know? Yeah. Baby, you wanna join? I have a girl! Friend. He's sitting right next to <clears throat> Riley because he's. Baby, is that what you're wearing? Your booby tape is coming out. Your booby tape. Yes. I censored myself because of your YouTube channel. 
It's called Uncensored. Like and take the nipple cover off. Uncensored. But I thought that your YouTube channel always got like shit for being too sexy. My last video with Christiana, the female model, yeah, got age restricted. What the fuck? Yeah, of all the it ones to get of age all restricted. the ones, Malik Delgadi. <gasps> Can I tell you something? Yes. Today I was doing research on how to make more money on OnlyFans. Yes. And every single video I watched, I had to watch so many ads. And like the title was OnlyFans and they said OnlyFans like a million times in the video. Yeah, but it's educational in nature. I think that's why. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. just like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know enough about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think because OnlyFans is still just a platform. Yeah. So it just if you're like specifically talking about explicit content on OnlyFans, then yeah. Then you yeah. Like oh, they've it, very carefully talked around that. Yeah. I think it's yeah. about the purpose. It's always on YouTube. It's about the purpose of the video, right? So if you, we can I talk mean, about we got dicks. Leo's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leo sure. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, we talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube video of him stroking his penis on. Y you know that, right? Educational. We talked about this. I've heard you guys talk about that. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Educational. It's educational. He did a ball exam. He did a testicular exam. The video is called "How to Do." a self-exam on testicular cancer and the video starts with his heart wood yeah. all right like a close-up oiled up i was like big youtube <laughs> jeez thanks for adding that yeah sure. is that crazy that's yeah. on youtube it yeah what's the, the perfect that's voiceover too the perfect german voiceover hello guys today i'm gonna demonstrate you how to stroke yourself um. to find out well, I didn't yeah, want to interrupt good. the really interesting conversation you guys were having. We're, we're, no, we're, now we're talking about dicks again. Because I think this podcast, we're going to also call this podcast, we talk about dicks one last time. <laughs> I think it's got to be the one. That's so funny. Yeah, I think so. Because we had like we it. had a video that went, did pretty well on our channel. It's called, we talk about dicks way too much. And I think. <laughs> we're just going to ride that wave. <laughs> we're going to ride that wave till the end, you know. Give no, we're talking about want. toxic masculinity. Baby, how would you define toxic masculinity? What, is it, what does it mean for you? Because it's such a big buzzword right now. It is. Um, also, I, while you're at it, do you mind getting me a beer? That is the only beer we have. And it's my beer. It's my beer. Because I'm the man I think in this what relationship. what Mario's doing now is demonstrating toxic masculinity <laughs> so that just, I don't have to describe it. Thank I'm you, baby. I'm trying yes. to be toxic. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my serious answer was that I actually feel that all people have their own um, relationship to the idea of like what that could mean. So as a 30 something year old woman, when I hear toxic masculinity, I think one thing, but I think if you were like a 21 year old girl and you've never heard that term before and you're just reading it online, it could have a very different feel. So I think the experience you have with what you consider to be toxic masculinity definitely affects the way you feel about yes, but like that's the very term. Big. What do you what is it so for you? you want my yeah. definition. Yes, I was I trying yeah. to be so safe and likable. No, no, no. No safe, likable. <sighs> this uncensored podcast. Yeah, let it rip. Yeah, let it rip, girl. Like, like how the... I rip ass? Yes. Great. Yes. <laughs> what is it for you? When you hear toxic masculinity, give me an example. Like, what, is, what, is, what, is this, what does it mean to you? It means like somebody is using their masculine energy to... Um, kind of dominate the situation, intimidate you or get their way. So okay. they'll just, and they'll lean into their masculine. So you don't have to be a man to be toxically masculine. In my opinion, okay. it's just a masculine energy that you lean into to basically bully people. Mm, okay. 
Like more of a dominant alpha energy. Sure. Yeah. I didn't use those words. Okay. So girls can also have that because, you know, I talk, I'm not yes. going to mention names, but like we talk about my friend, right? A friend of mine uh, getting, going through a tough breakup and the girl to get back at him is like sleeping with everybody basically to kind of get back at him. And that's- I would say, see, but that's so interesting because like what if we were to define toxic femininity? I think it's like within both descriptions, it's an extreme version of one or the other. Mm. So yeah. if a woman is being toxically masculine, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I Like, I think of it as like bullying, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not like vengeful sleeping around. I think when women act extremely vengeful, that's a very feminine trait. Mm, okay. Interesting. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think girls. I think we are the ones that are like, I want you to like suffer, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell hath no fury. <laughs> we're like, like we're gonna come up scorn. with the most creative, exactly. sneaky way to hurt you. Yeah, exactly. And men are just like, uh, bam! I'm gonna beat I you. I hit you, woman. Which yeah. Is, which <laughs> oh is no, no, that's, sure. it. that's yeah. no, but that is that is what's more <laughs> obvious. So like, because they, I, I studied psychology, right? And they said that like this toxicity and abusiveness and manipulation, like they are aggressive women too but the aggression doesn't manifest in a physical way therefore it is not as easily observed therefore we talk a lot about the the male side but there's definitely like abuse mm. from women not physical towards men i mean that exists too but it's primarily like manipulation kind of like the psychological terror that kind of stuff you know yeah. hell yeah yeah and they're definitely toxic masculine ways of of emotional abuse as well i think like a very common one is when men make a mistake, generally we'll say cheating, whatever mm -hmm. it is, and then they get caught and then they go gaslight. I it like I'm just a terrible person. I always do this. Nobody loves me. I understand you can leave me too. Like no one's ever gonna you know what I mean? Like because there's that image of there's a bad boy and women are supposed to take that bad boy and make them a good man. That's mm. a very like common image. Got it. And so I think that that can also be a, a, an emotional way that generalized as like toxic masculinity for an emotional abuse side of things as well. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like, that sounds like gaslighting. Right? That is a very niche when you're dealing with like a sociopath or a narcissist speaking from experience, that specific example you gave, I wouldn't call that toxic masculinity. I would say that's just abuse. I'm just saying that because every woman I know has a story of a man who's well, done that. I think that every woman you know has dated and like narcissist. Yeah, he's like a beta weasel who's like you know kind of trying to you know gaslight somebody. You know yeah. that's, that seems like a yeah a beta weasel. A beta weasel. Hmm. Beta would, weasel. Would you say telling like um, let's say a teenage boy like toughen up, be a man, mm. is that mm. toxic? Depends. Because I don't really feel like it is. If he responds I mean, well to it and that's your language in your household, great. But if he wants to do ballet and you say that to him and it's clear that he doesn't want to fucking toughen up and be like a man, you know, like then it's abusive. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it depends on the scenario too. Like if, if a boy is going through emotional pain because of something and they're like, whatever, say a breakup something that's not a big deal, mm -hmm. right? In the grand scheme of things in the yeah. world. But to them, like that hurts a lot and they have emotions that are, are raw and there could be trauma from it. But then you just have 
somebody going, just toughen up, be a man. Like, yeah. it's just a girl. Yeah. Like, why you care? Uh-huh. I mean, just be a man. Like, yeah. stop crying. Then I think that can definitely be like, you're basically telling them, hey, your emotions. Mm-mm. Exactly. Bottle I think that, that bottle that, that up. That to me is the most, for, for me, from what I've experienced, that is the most um, relevant form of toxic masculinity in my life, at least. You know, when like, um, you know, for example, my grandpa, right? He was in the, he was in the war. Both of them were. And obviously there's a, there's an air of like, you don't, you don't show your emotions that much. And I kind of learned that from them. Like I remember one time when my grandpa passed away, I actually had three, I had one step grandpa technique, right? Um, one of my grandpas passed away first. And I remember I was at the funeral and I was kind of, you know, I was sad and I was crying. And then I remember like, um, just getting that isn't, they didn't even say it, but I was, there's just this mm-hmm. energy around me as a man. I shouldn't, I shouldn't cry, you know? And, and, and then if you, if you grieve something, right, if you grieve the loss of a person, if you grieve like whatever it is, you know, if, if it's dealing with emotional stuff, you have a breakup, you stuff that stuff, you put, you push that down. And that is, is essentially what makes you a more, I think that's when people have these like violence that they break out in a different way. They, they show that and they ball it up and then it, it comes out in, in other ways. So, you know, that's the thing I, I believe is the most toxic or that whole, but masculinity in itself, I think is a, is a great thing and we, we need it too. Is like that ability to sometimes be more rational, be less emotional and be a leader and move forward. And I think these are great qualities. It's just been kind of, the problem is with this, whole, with this whole thing that it's been like whatever Andrew Tate says, and I, I'm doing some reaction videos to Andrew Tate and some of the stuff he says, I fully agree with, but then he mixes in that misogyny, you know, and that really fucks up. But like in, in the essence, some of the stuff he says, is really valid is is valid because there's there's a there's a beautiful thing in feminine qualities and masculine qualities, um, but it's just been so it's it's like politics in America right now. It's been so weaponized and and um, if you agree with some of the masculine traits, you you know then you're like an you you're like Andrew Tate, you're like a misogynist and all that stuff. And it's just like no, you can agree that there's beautiful feminine qualities. You know, women are much more nurturing and men are often a lot more. No, rational and move forward can move past uh, their emotions and still, you know, keep the train running. Wait, that sounds weird as a German. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Yeah, the sexual no. train. Because yeah, we brought that up because we watched the. I watched uh, Justin Baldoni. Uh, um, it's the it's an actor guy, and he did the TED talk about yeah. toxic masculinity. I think it's Baldurini. I think it's Baldoni. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she like always says I'm going to say one thing right now sorry if I sound a little toxic but my girlfriend <laughs> will always say things with conviction and there's there's she doesn't know and she'll say it <laughs> as if it's like it's a, it's a fact it is Baldurini but it's not and she says it and I don't like it let's fight baby I think I'm cute <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't, right. don't want right. to fight <laughs> It feels like the word feels divisive to me. Is the purpose of it to to bring people together? Because no. I don't think it's doing that. No. Because it feels like an indictment. Yeah. I mean, is it? Do you think it's 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 a worthwhile indictment? Is it equally uh, applied to women? I think. No. I no, think that the reason it's toxic not, feminine. I think we get called a bitch. You think what we get called a, a bitch. women? A bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like a mainstream topic or, or, or is there something we're equal? crazy. Yeah. No. And I think the reason it's not a mainstream topic is just because of the way society is right now in that toxic masculinity 
can have more of an effect on society as a whole because of how many men there are in positions of power. And so it just comes up more often mm. because toxic femininity is not really as relevant right now because what, you know what I mean? Like what mainstream toxically feminine people are there? How many are there versus yeah. if you're saying how many like toxically masculine men there are in power yeah. that have a position to like really speak on it and platform mm-hmm. it. So I think that's why it comes up more. Yeah. So in, in the TED talk with Justin Baldoni, I loved his TED talk, but he, he brought up the example. I thought it was so masterfully done. He talked about how he has a lot of female fans, right? And he mm-hmm. wants to attract more men. And he posted a photo on his Instagram uh, with his girlfriend. And then somebody commented saying, yo, I, I don't want any of that gay shit in my feed or something like that. And then what he did in a TED talk, he showed that comment. He could have then trashed that guy and he could have been like, yo, this is a toxic man, whatever. This is like ridiculous. Instead, he texted the guy and he mm. was like, hey, I want to understand where you're coming from because sometimes I feel the same way. Then the guy opened up and said, yo, I feel like as a man, I, I feel threatened by this and I can't show my emotions when I see it. It confronts me with what I'm insecure about. Therefore, I got triggered and I said this. And they had a conversation back and forth. And then he highlighted that and showed a photo of that guy then proposed to his girlfriend, which is so powerful. That, that was one of my favorite moments ever in, in a TED Talk because it's so powerful. Taking the opposing side and taking having compassion for them. Mm-hmm. and and understanding them. And that's, I think, what Amer- truly what America is lacking is that compassion for the other side, mm. trying to understand where they're coming from. Because America, you have Democrats and Republicans. Republicans are, oh, Democrats are trash. They're doing this, we're in the country. Same with Republicans, like liberal people are like, Democrats are like crazy, uh, Republicans are crazy. Instead of trying to understand where they're coming from and yeah. then actually having a conversation. And that, I think, was so powerful um, in that TED Talk. I cried when I watched the TED Talk. I thought it was such that was a such a one. masterful Jeff way of... Jeff didn't like it. I love yeah. when you cry. Yeah. I think there are two <laughs> cornerstones to um, debating that are thrown out the window in most American conversations about politics or masculinity, feminine, all this stuff. The two core tenets are, one, every person thinks that they're coming from a place of reason. Mm-hmm. No matter how ridiculous their like theory seems to you and is crazy in whatever, they think that they're being reasonable. Yeah, and so you can never uh, <clears throat> persuade them from a perspective of making them feel like they're being unreasonable because that's mm-hmm. just not the way that human beings are wired. Yeah, and nobody's mind has ever been changed by you calling them a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I'm just like you're being a dick right now or whatever, like. I am. Or you just start calling people names. There, No person's mind has ever been changed by that. That's why I'm always so confused by the, we've talked about this before at Pride and and stuff like that. Queer communities where you have the people outside with like the big, the Jesus signs. The Jesus signs. I'm like, (laughs) whose mind has ever been changed by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. They're almost becoming more gay. They're like, fuck that. You know, they're like, you know, it almost like creates this common enemy that you kind of stick together more as a community. Yeah. That's what happens with like American politics is, is, it's well, very divisive. It creates the us versus them. Yeah. You come up with these words that are so charged. You straw man exactly. everything. Talk to me. is one of them for a, sure. That's one yeah. of them. That's one of the things like the whole like Vogue feminist right versus toxic man. It's like there's definitely a, you know, there's like these two, these two big groups again, you know. I've been reading a book. <laughs> Surprise. Yo, baby. Riley's been reading. You know how many books Riley's reading? Because he's using his phone less. He's not using social media right now. My boy's been reading 20 books in the last... Damn. Yeah, like 40 days, yeah. days, something like that. I've just been wow. reading. Yeah. <laughs> but there's this really interesting one that 
has been creating this like big cognitive dissonance because of, I think, just the messaging that's been going around in social media and everything like that. And it's this idea that if there's an idol that you look up to, like um, Mario Adrian. I was going to use a female example. Mm. Um, um, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, right? Natalie Portman. She's great. If you were to get offended at somebody calling Natalie Portman a bitch, you should be equally offended at somebody calling someone like Ivanka Trump a bitch mm. or something like that. And at first, that really, I was like, it creates this thing in you where you're like, oh, wait, but she has some views that are harmful and it's totally different. It's a totally different scenario, yeah, right? Yeah. But the concept behind the what it, it's saying in the book is that by attributing any sort of word that's charged like that, like um, toxic man mm -hmm. or bitch or woke is becoming whatever, yeah. it's dehumanizing in the same way that in war, right, we would refer to the enemy as krauts, krauts or yeah. whatever it is, right? Because it's the subconscious. They're not a person. They're not, they're not human. Person. They're, they're just they're that label. This yeah. label. Yeah, the liberals. And it's the, dehumanizing. Yeah. And it's like you should be approaching all of these things, even with the people that you think have harmful views or whatever, you should be approaching it from the viewpoint that like they are a human being. For sure. And they think that, again, they're being reasonable. Yeah. And whatever it is. And then approach it from that angle because that way you can actually have a productive, meaningful conversation 100%. and debate without it being something that's just like, yeah, they're this icon of hatred or whatever. Empathy is. is everything in life. Everything. I think every everything you do, you hate somebody, you're like, okay, if I had lived their life, if I had had their experiences, why would I, maybe I'll behave the same way. So maybe that gives you some understanding and some empathy, and then you can talk. And that's the thing that really, I don't know why I'm like, I'm very passionate about this. It's very- um Because you're from Germany. Yeah, I just don't see that in Germany, like as much. For sure it exists, but we truly, I feel like in Germany, it's, there's, again, there's seven parties in the parliament. It feels much more like an opinion is opinion, and it's not yeah. attached to these labels, as you said, yeah. The thing that really- Fuck labels. Fuck One labels. more time, fuck labels. <laughs> the thing that gets me is, I've noticed it and it's just like cyclical and it just happens over and over and over again with a new issue, with a new thing, with everything. The, the um, trans woman who was swimming and got the things and mm -hmm. then you have whatever you've got, like school, it's everything in America. The way that the arguments happen, I just feel like I'm just like trapped in this cycle of both people are in the end arguing the same thing from an opposite side. It's like just two sides of the same coin. It's like, yeah. If, if Jeff and I are arguing about a politician and he's saying like this politician's good and I'm saying this politician's trash, mm -hmm. both of us are arguing from the standpoint of picking the person that will best represent and better the country. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But we just have such different views on how to do that. Yeah. That we get heated and angry and like, not us. We're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. But we get heated and angry at each other and going like, you don't even care about America. You hate America you, or whatever the topic is. Yeah. You don't care about women and female athletes because you're feeling this way or that way. When both people, that's what they care about. Mm. They literally both care about the same thing. It's yeah. just you have different... But they can't viewpoints. listen to each other. Yeah, on how to get there. And that just... The more I catch on to that throughout life, the more it like... I don't know. It kind of just like erodes yeah. in my soul a bit. Where Does I'm it like, make you want to leave the U.S.? It just, it just. That's the real reason why it's going to the Philippines, guys. Also, <laughs> let me tell you one thing. Philippines not doing so hot either with the with how the government's run there. But, you know. That's true. That's yeah. true. I don't know. It's just, it's sad. It really is. Yeah. I love Riley's really evolved, Ryan. He's been reading all these books. I feel like he's, yeah, he's stepping books. into something. You know, with that Brilliant. TED talk, 
I think it was just the one that the one line I told you that yeah. really hit me wrong was when he kind of he said to all the women out there, I want to apologize for all the men. It's like, what does that mean, bro? Yeah, <laughs> I know like, what it means. Bro, are you you don't speak for all men, first of all? Yeah, but and like he's- I don't think that is that. I don't know. I think there was just a generalization that took that went a little too far because I get it, you know, with the and we, we can talk again about the 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 pay gap. And all those things. But Notice how the men are talking over the woman right now. I did speak <laughs> up. Thanks, Ryan. I know your head's in the right place. I had so many of your fans that reached out to me over the years. And they were like, hey, I love what you guys are doing. And you're promoting something very good. So I know your head's in the right place. This is what but it that means. guy, I just don't know. Man. No, that line also was a little too far uh, for, for me. Yeah. Baby, what do you think? Should should can men, my voice be heard? <laughs> should men be apologizing in large to women? Is um, that, what is I, the apology for? Oh, does that is that will that bring us together? If people just guys just stand up and say, "Hey, we're sorry." Yeah. Are yeah. women going to apologize to men, or do they not need to? Well, Jeffy Jeff, uh, <laughs> I think you have like a very specific point of view on this, and I have a very specific point of view. And at the end of the day, I like what Justin said. It makes me feel really good as a woman. Yeah, you're you're seen, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think like he's just he's just like devotes his whole image to protecting women, speaking up for women. Um and well, like just, what circumstance though? Speaking up for women in general in society? I think so. Yeah. So I, I think he's he wants to acknowledge the hardships that have been caused by men to women as peoples of, you know, of this world. And there's still parts of the world where women don't have equal rights and they probably never will. And I think I don't actually know his background, but maybe it's personal for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe his yeah. maybe wherever he's from, maybe this is a personal thing for him because he's so passionate about mm-hmm. lifting up women. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Dexter's like, let me step Crush on your balls. Crush the patriarchy, Dex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> step on your balls. Crush the patriarchy. So I feel like it's just like a really personal choice of his to brand himself that way. Yeah. Do you have no, to agree that. with him? No, you don't have to. Hey, no. Dexter. I loved what he stands for. I love what I he said about toxic masculinity. No, 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 he did. The only thing is like, and I agree with that. The, the, the generalization of that is what, again, that felt a little bit like, again, the whole us versus them, right? It felt like men were generalized and like in a, on behalf of all men. we That felt a little bit not as nuanced because also like what, what else Jeff's mentioned before, the, the fact that women's rights have been oppressed, a lot of times you got to ask like why, right? Like you said, like why is there a pay gap? Um, and it's a lot of times also because how society was formed. Now it's changing because now men are not necessarily providers anymore. Men are not fighting sable-toothed tigers, which, you know, from an evolution standpoint, are just more capable of, you know, like, I, I'm, baby, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a crazy fighter, but honestly, like, if if one of us had to fight a gorilla, <laughs> I think I would do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, would I lose, I'm but clever. Still, I would have <laughs> I'm clever. Okay, yeah, no, you are. Yeah, I'm a psych- are. No, psycho. No, now with the tools of the 21st century, now you would probably win because you would, you know, you would, you would have like some pepper spray and stuff like that. Well, I, yeah. I think what's most important to understand is Jeff, like, what exactly about it 
rubs you the wrong way because mm-hmm. that's where the conversation is. Mm-hmm. For me, it makes me feel so good. I'm just like, hell yeah. Like, that's so cool that a guy said that. Mm-hmm. But for you, you're like, bro, I don't fucking agree. Like, why are you saying that? And I think like exploring you exploring in front of us mm-hmm. would be interesting. So I think when you say that you like that he wants to lift women up, but I would say, why not people? Why just specifically women? Because mm. a lot of guys don't feel like they've had it that easy in life. All the men on the street, they're all men. Or all the people on the street, they're almost all men. Yeah. But this just goes back to like but Black Lives Matter, all lives but this matter. Is you can, in you can target. So you, you view women as victims in modern day society is what I think your opinion is, right? Because you're saying, I can't say all people. You'll jump in and say, no, no, we're talking about women here. But I don't view women in today's society as victims. So maybe we have a disagreement there. I would say women have, by and large, been victimized by a male-centric society. Are men victimized by women? I've dated quite a few women in my life. It's not so butterflies and rainbows. Yeah, sure, well, they can I be. Think, They're very harsh at I times. Think sure. what's, I think and they use different hard, outlets for I their aggression. I think what's hard is that we can't think about our own personal experiences because then we're going to be narrowed into our own... Mm bubbles of our whiteness because we're all white so i think with justin's statement he has a platform where he focuses on uplifting women and that's his choice and that's where he's at so of course he's not going to say all people that just wouldn't make sense with his brand but also it's just because you've had terrible unfortunately experiences with some really untrustworthy women that didn't treat you right doesn't mean that your perspective is how everyone else is going to feel. It's literally just your perspective and maybe a handful of other people that have had the same experiences. Jackie flipped it on you just as easy. I know, but I am, I didn't say that much about the toxic masculinity. I was just like, vice versa. She could flip the same thing and go, Hey, I apologize for the women that have done those things to you. That's wrong. I just did actually. And it would probably make you feel good. I just, I just kind of did though. I don't know. I, yeah. I acknowledged how shitty it is that women mistreated you because it's not fair. Well, it's not really about me, but I'm saying that. But your whole toxic, statement was about yourself. Well, I'm giving you my personal experiences, right. but a lot of guys share those experiences as well. Yeah. And I'm saying the idea of toxic masculinity to me is divisive. Mm, it's, put, it's pointing it out a specific not, segment of the population. Mm. To me, it, it doesn't, doesn't bring people together. To me, the reason no. it doesn't rub me the wrong way and the re- reason it doesn't divide me is because I just have the context of knowing that there are cases where men are using toxic masculinity. I have done them in the past and I've grown as a person. I try not to do it anymore. And so when he uses a phrase like I'm, I apologize on behalf of men for the way that you've been treated, Mm -hmm. I view it as for the instances where men have used masculinity to hurt you, I'm sorry. Yeah. And for the men that have never done that, which is that possible? Mm. I don't know. No. It is possible. It's possible somebody yeah. out there hasn't, but, but some way or the but it's totally possible. You're still just apologize. Like they're gonna say, Hey, I'm sorry that that's happened to you too. So it's not like he's saying all men should and bow down to women yeah. or whatever like that. He's just saying, like, hey, there's a very, very, very strong chance that a man has used masculinity to hurt you, and I apologize for that. And that's, yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's fine. And I think that is fine. Also, I like what you said in acknowledging that you also acknowledge that humans in large are not perfect mm. and we hurt other people. Men do that. Women do that. And I think that's good to acknowledge too. That is not the, the only thing I was like, 
what I understand what Jeff's saying, like it is, it is the term in itself is divisive and it's been weaponized a lot against men. And I think we should all acknowledge that all humans hurt each other and we all do some abusive things. We have very negative behaviors. Unfortunately, men have just been in charge, just exactly. how society was run. Therefore, men have used their traits more and it was more, there was more evidence of men abusing and having toxic traits, you know, using that against There's women. always context about why <clears throat> men were in charge or yeah, in power sure. as yeah. well, which is very key to the yeah. story. And it's not just about oppressing women. Yeah. I think that's a horrible story to look back through history and say men oppress women. And that's the story of history. It's I very don't nuanced. agree with that. And that's the thing. I it's very nuanced. That. I think it's there's truth to it, right? And it's happened. But if Absolutely. you if you if you limit it that this that's why I think these statements are a little dangerous because they are they're like black or white statements when the truth is somewhere in the middle. And um I think that's I, I agree with that for sure. And um, I don't want to say that women have not women have not been oppressed. That's definitely the case. Um <clears throat> But as you said, yeah, there, there's there's reason to it. There's this reason why why this you know from from again fighting sable toothed tigers, that's you know. Oh. I think a, an important thing is that intent doesn't mitigate impact. So even in scenarios where, sure, there's a societal reason that the norms are the way that they are in any country. Yeah. Like for example, there's a reason the way that healthcare is the way it is in America. That's just the way that it became as a capitalist society or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's um, bullshit. But the impact of that thing is still felt by mm, people. Sure. And so even if the intent wasn't to marginalize poor communities or marginalize women or whatever it is in whatever context you're talking about, the intent behind it doesn't change that it impacted somebody poorly. It's like if Mario tried to do something for Vita and thought that it was nice, but it ended up hurting her feelings. Mm. It's like just because Mario was trying to All do something time. nice for her doesn't mean that it didn't hurt her feelings. Do you want examples? <laughs> no, no. All the time. Anytime I try uh, something nice. So I think that's also important too. That's I think a good point. context is important. That, yeah. It's important to realize where the intent was, but also to acknowledge on the flip side that like the impact still happened as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good but point. But it wasn't just women though. It wasn't just women that were necessarily picked on throughout history. Yeah. Men went to war throughout history. Does that make it in your story? Sure. I mean, because yeah. it's I think a big that's part deal. of the reason why masculinity is so associated with being tough, being tough, having to mm -hmm. put aside emotions to fight and protect and yeah. be safe like that. What and again, that's the intent behind why masculinity has become the way that it is. But the impact is still felt by men mm -hmm. because now they have to push aside their feelings or they have yeah. to repress these things. They have to. And that's what I think is acknowledging both sides is very important, you know? Yeah. I always hate when the conversation is purely on one side, just like how I stand up for sexual harassment, it like with men being the victim, because people don't talk about it enough. You know, I was like, I want to stand up and like talk about that narrative because in the media, it's often very one-sided. You know, the narrative is it's very focused on women, which rightfully so, but also I think we should- But it's also American media. Yeah. How is it in Germany? Well, more, I mean, I would equal? say it's, it's this. I mean, I don't know. With that, I don't know. I don't live there anymore. But I had a girl at a stand-up show. Get this. She was heckling me. She was from the last clip I posted on my stand-up show. She was a Romanian girl. And she, um, I got up on stage. She was like, I love your pants. Oh. And she was just heckling me the whole time. And they, they, I, you had a, we had a great set. It was, it was all good. I walked off stage. I was talking to them and stuff. And, and then she talked to me after. She was like, uh, um, I don't know. I talked about, I don't know. She was kind of flirting with me or whatever. I was sitting there. And then she was like, 
but you're from Europe. You know how to handle things in Europe. And then she puts her hand on my thigh, <gasps> like, and touches my ball. <gasps> and she definitely went back to the locker room and was like, oh, he had such a small dick. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, that just happened with the, with the girl. So my first time, so I was kind of, it felt kind of weird having a girl do that stuff, you know? So it does happen. Just want to say that real quick. Where did this happen? Uh, at a comedy club. Where? Uh, New York. Oh, New York City. We're pretty far away from there. We're pretty far away. You're safe, little Romanian slut. Oh, baby. I would not <laughs> fuck with her. She seems like she would call her Romanian cousins in the mafia and she would do damage. <laughs> you don't know. Why are you licking your tongue? Are you turned on right now, baby? No, I'm I'm trying to be intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> what? You do most. She's trying to be intimidating. She's like... He's <laughs> <laughs> doing like the whole TikTok thing, like mm, mm, that's what the mm. lesbians do on TikTok when they're looking tough. They just lick their faces. They look at the camera and they go like, like that. <laughs> Baby, you don't look tough at all. You're way too feminine for that. <laughs> you just look like <laughs> a little torn on right now. Okay, I have a question. Question, Jeff. In middle school, were you when you flirted with a girl? Were you mean to her? Or did you write her like little love notes and leave them in her locker? I was definitely not mean to her. That's good. Let's reenact it. I'm a, a, I'm a girl in middle Because there's like two oh, ways. I was a thousand percent mean. Yeah, that like there's two really? ways of flirting. Yeah. And the meaner oh the guy was to me, the more I liked him. Oh my wow. God. I, I was, I'm so such liked. a sissy. I was such a sweet guy. I, I was. Toxicity. I thought abuse was love. That's mm. what I was taught That's as a great, child. Baby. That's great, baby. And no. that's what my mother demonstrated. How would with how would you write it? All her husbands. Show me. I'm at the I'm the girl. Okay. I'm at the locker room. Okay. We're I, in high school. I got my hair. Yes, your hair's down. Okay. Here, my I'm hair's at the down. locker room. I'm like you know sorting my little my scrapbook. Right. And then you you kind of hit on me. Right. How do you do? It wasn't so much that it'd be mean right up front, right? Yeah. It was like I would talk You'd to you. You'd be nice to them first and then you would verbally abuse them. Kind of. Like, I would yeah, I would go I up, I would talk to her. I would be like, hey, you know, let's exchange numbers, whatever it is. We would exchange numbers. And then that's when I would be like, basically, if if I she wasn't sending me like nudes or if mm, she wasn't. Yeah. In middle it, school? What the fuck? But okay, good go. Our, our school, our school. We I went, did not we know how to take a good junior high, photo. Junior high. So this is like eighth grade, ninth grade. Okay. Um, but... Yeah, if they weren't sending me nudes or if, or if they we were talking about sex and they were like, oh, I'm saving myself or whatever it is, like I would give them a very cold response or I would like distance myself to be like, hey, if you're not going to do that, then like I'm not interested. What would you do? And then if they would come back, then I would be like whatever, reward and be like, okay, now that you're sending me these things, now I'll give you attention. Hmm. And so it was that kind of a thing. Oh and, and, and I would literally, this was back when people still emailed. <laughs> each other because yeah. and i would email i still email people i would email like 20 <laughs> girls yeah but in like junior high i ain't kidding i would email like 20 girls the same message and then oh yeah depending yeah and then yeah. depending on who oh, replied i would just link them all and just reply with the same exact message and you still, are yeah. a shit it was terrible no absolutely and then i nearly died from uh drugs and drinking and then and i you went rebirth mm. and you changed your and ways then you talked to god he, he talked to like, jesus no more, yeah no more toxic masculinity and here you are being yeah, a little weasel SLB. beta boy that's how we like it that's how we like it. and now oh i'm too god. afraid to go up to a woman in the grocery store because literally, i don't want to <laughs> i don't, don't want to interrupt her no, but that's experience. how I feel with women. I always feel I'm so aware, and I made this real about it with the whole Andrew Tate thing because I am so afraid to come across like a douchebag fuckboy mm -hmm. that's gonna disrespect women. 
So I don't talk to women. I'm actually afraid of talking to women because I'm afraid that because of society and how men are being portrayed right now in the toxic masculinity, that I'm going to be that person. And I don't want to scare women, so I don't talk to them. You know, I'm, I'm also, afraid of women. I'm afraid to make men feel less than, so I also alter my behavior so men still feel good about themselves, you know? Can you say that one more time? Baby? It was a joke, and he got up in the middle of my joke, and then I lost <laughs> well, because, my train because, of because, thought. Because Ricky's at the door, okay? Ricky's at the door. So we got I just want to know Jeff's answer to my question. That's mostly what Yeah, he was not mean to girls. I no, I want to know. I think I would have asked a girl to come to my football game. Mm. You know? But like, how? Would you, do be, would you go up to her and been like, I'm going to see you at my, my football game later? And then just very be shy. Like, like, wink, and then like, walk away? Or would you be like, hi, Becky. I hope you're having a great day. I saw you got an A in calculus. Wow. I'm very impressed by you. By the way, would you like to go to my football game? Very formal like that. I'm here to yeah. present an invitation. I'm just curious to the game because, tonight. you know, like the way that we were when we were younger was the birth of how we knew how to socialize. And that helps explain and form all the ideas and opinions we have right now. Yes, but it heavily depends on what you're surrounded with. Because I was in Germany. But, but I just find it interesting because nice, yeah. he said he was toxic. Because he was, in the, fucking, he was in the most ghetto school in the world. He didn't have, have you heard to his be. stories? <laughs> no, but it, it, you just adapt whatever you're surrounded with. Like I, I was in the, the cutest town ever. There was no... There was none of that. Like when I talked to girls, I was the, I, and I still am. My dad's the sweetest guy in the fucking world. Like I had no example of man being like that. So I didn't learn it. You know, I just talked to girls. Like I would talk, like my grandma told me. It was so wholesome. And, and when I hear these stories the in America, same. and I did stay the same. And See, I saw, but I think it's interesting to know, like, where did we start? Because there's potential for anyone watching or listening to see that in themselves. Like, mm. okay, I used to be really angry and now I can give forgiveness to the opposite sex that I'm angry at, right? Like yeah. there's a story arc yeah. with all of us or we were born into knowing how how to behave correctly and mm. we've maintained that. I think it's important. Yeah. That's why but I was see, asking. Right, he's changed. I think that's beautiful. You know, we started at the bottom, now we're here. I think it's experience. important <laughs> to know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now he's he's a he's a he's a woke weasel, <laughs> all right. And I'm proud of you, man. I feel like I have to take the word weasel out of your vocabulary. I don't know you the use word weasel it so much. Because Ryan and I kind of I don't know. It started with it started with the Alfie video. With the Alfie video, video, yeah, we had a video, and I said I'm a hairless weasel, and I it's remember. so funny. I remember weasel the is day. such a funny video. Yeah, weasel name. is a funny. It's a funny animal. Name. Yeah. God. Do you know what it, it looks like? It's like when it runs around. It's like how do you yes. say weasel in German? Wiesel. Wiesel. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you say avocado? What's up, Ricky? How's it going? Wait, wait, Jeff. How do you say avocado in German? You're gonna get it. Avocado. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You say it. Avocado. 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 Question mark. Avocado. Avocado. We don't really have them in Germany. We mainly eat Sauerkraut oder Apfelrotkraut. That's fucking right. Applekraut. Apfelrotkraut. Apfel. Apfelrotkraut. Apfelrotkraut mit Sauerrolladen. Applekraut. Mit Sau. Okay, cool. All right, we're almost done. We're gonna have a, a, a ceremony because we're gonna. We're, this is we're gonna go for a dinner, okay? Because this is the last time with Riley here in 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 before he leaves us for the Philippines, and God knows what happens. And do you want to jump on real quick, Ricky? 
Hey. Yeah, we got exclusive guests here. We have, a, this is the first time we have five people yeah. on this podcast. What's up? High five. Oh, look, you got a new fan. We Thanks. got Ricky the Kitty, the partner of Riley. Ricky the Kitty. Hello. Can I ask you real quick, Ricky? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's been. <laughs> so Ricky, Riley's leaving us, mm -hmm. right? He's moving to the Philippines. Yes. How do you feel about it as his partner? I'm really excited for him. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> You're happy for yourself? You excited for yourself? <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, it'll be nice to not live in a studio with him. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. yeah I get that. Wow. I get that. But yeah. I mean. No, just, it's just it sounds. <laughs> like, it'd be nice not so, to live with him. Small it is a very it's small like space. 350 square feet yeah. for two people. And that's great. And probably, what's your place in the Philippines you're going to have? Probably around, uh, I'm around that. I'm going to go for a smaller, cheaper place and then just try okay. not to be there. He's okay. saying this in <laughs> yeah, front yeah. of Kitty. He's going to have the pen. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to. No, he told me his whole plan. He was like, he, you did the math, right? You said for what you spend right now in LA to live here, you would have a rock climbing membership, a psych high. What's the thing? Psych yeah, it was like, uh, it would be. It would be rent plus transportation cost because I, I tallied up everything we spent in the month we were there on transportation plus uh, 2,400 calories of meal prepped paleo meals every single day, three meals and a snack made for me plus rock climbing membership, a boxing gym membership, a psychiatrist appointment once a week and a, basically a WeWork membership. <laughs> and a membership to a golf club. <laughs> like all, all, for, all for what I was paying in rent there. Isn't that crazy? Damn, Does that make you sometimes think about leaving LA? Because you, yeah. oh no, you were you were <laughs> in Costa Rica, but <laughs> no, you it didn't go well. <laughs> you went to Costa Rica, but the bugs. You lost against the bugs. It mm. was more than the bugs. It was more than the bugs. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. bugs. But I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna warn you, bro. I got island fever. Like once I was I'm in the Philippines for too it. long, I was like, after like three months in Bali, I was like, I need, like, I need like American capitalism. I need fucking. I need. I need concrete. I need yeah. like, like uh, really. I was craving that. I was craving some more like. Yeah, I was like everything is like an island vo island <laughs> vibe. I just need like some, you know. Well, luckily I'm right across from the SM Mega Mall of Asia, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, it's like yeah, eight yeah, it's floors, wild. two gigantic buildings. Of yeah, actually, a thousand like stores. I did so like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have yeah. my little, yeah, little taste of capitalism. I love right that. I love that. Hey, we just talked to, about toxic mas masculinity for a while. Do you think? Do you think Riley's a toxic? Does he have some toxic traits, masculine traits? I don't think so. No, I not at all. Think he's very opposite of right? the most toxic mas masculinity and traits. That's. I think that's that's a great. You worked model. real hard. I was yeah, telling yeah, around, yeah. Like the examples of me in middle school. Yeah, I've just tried real hard to whoop. Worse, whoop. Just, just sponge I sometimes those out. feel like I wish I had a little bit more of that. Like you know, just a little hinge of oh, like. Yeah. I'm just not, I, I sometimes try to act more like a toxic man because I feel like I should, but like, I'm just not, it's just not me. And that's the trap. Like sometimes I feel like you have to, right? You no, I'll tell like Vida to like, you know, make me sandwich and then I start giggling. I'm like, make me sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it just there, doesn't feel right. There have been times where he's like, he like tries to be toxic and he'll be like, he'll be like, Come here, woman! I'm gonna attack you! And I'm like, oh my god! And I'm just like, clip that! Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he, 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 are you turned on? I'm like, no. 
Yeah. No, literally. You're like my trauma. No, because I'm like, you're not doing this right. <laughs> no, because you told me sometimes that I should be more like um, in charge. Yeah, like yeah, more yeah, demanding. Yeah. Like, like more in demanding, a sexy you know? Way, but not like a scary way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took it too far. And like, I didn't he know actually what to do is going to kidnap me and like sell yeah. me in a sex trade. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this yeah. is not I took it too far. Yeah. Like, like, oh we need, he's God. like, it's like a it's like a seesaw, you know, We gotta find the balance. I don't have the balance at all. I'm not smooth. Does not like come that. naturally to him. No, not at all. Your flirting is more like. Bunny <laughs> <laughs> rabbit. No, no, that's me. Because yeah. also, but it comes from that. And I said, I said this before. Like, I'm afraid with girls specifically to look like a toxic man. So I'm going the opposite to not intimidate women. Because I know I look like a douche and I, d I don't want girls to feel that way. With my stand-up, I said this in the last podcast, I think, I have this joke about like, you know, do you want some German in you? I did that with a girl because it was, it was right there. She was blonde. I, t I did some crowd work and stand-up and I have this joke, hey, do you, have some, do you have some German in you? Do you want some more German in you? And I did it with a girl and I immediately felt the shift in energy. I can ask dudes to blow them on stage all day long and it's funny. But once you do it with a girl, it there's like this... There's, I, I never want to be that guy. It is creepy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's but what you know I mean. what? You know who would make it work? Zhao Ying. Matt Rife. If Matt, Matt Rife did Rive. the same thing, I think it would. I th he does that. He just goes, hey, you want a little. Yeah, and it works for him. But that's, that's also after when he's already building well, a report with that person. Yeah. Differently. I mean, yeah. You just can't do it the same way you deliver to men, where you're like, really direct and lots of <laughs> do you want some German scary. in you no, yeah he does it's, it's he does so do it very like Matt Reif like, he kind of goes yeah yeah he's got the vibe yeah more like soft like, yeah like, I don't know maybe like maybe like <laughs> like Mickey maybe Mouse like, maybe like <laughs> maybe a little bit yeah. of German in you girl you okay. girl in the front row see I'm really feeling? good at hitting on women you know like that could be the joke yeah you look so German you got some you got some German in you do you maybe want to have a little bit of a little that is how I stay celibate. No one will. Oh, no. Even my girlfriend <laughs> won't fuck me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Baby, no. did you come tonight? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, here. <laughs> no, she wanted to yeah. do a role play of yeah. me and her, me being a German SS officer, her being a Jewish girl. And that's where I drew the line. <laughs> I that's was hot. kidding. Unless you really want to come find me in the JK closet. JK unless. She was like, find I'll me in the attic or something. So I'll hide like, in the corner. I'll hide in the corner. I'll have guilt. like one broken leg. I'll be starving. And I'll be like, I just want your cock. You know, just fill me I played up. that game before. It's called hide and go anal. Yeah. I've done that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love that game. <laughs> it's a funny thing to say out loud, but I don't think I would actually want to be like, okay, I'm going to go be the... Jew hiding in the cupboard. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> good. And I'm gonna be silent because if you find me, you kill me. You know, it's like, like, just like that. It's not funny. I'm Frank. I can't do that. Right. I can't do that. I'm gonna be, be like, like knock, knock. hello, where are you? Yeah, get cake here. here. Knock, 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 knock. Fucking what's his name? Inglorious bastard. Yeah, literally like that. Uh, I had a I had a girl oh, no. start role playing with me without us talking about the role play happening, and we were just like, I don't know, we were in bed and we were about to start, you know, having sex, and she's under me and she's like, <laughs> she's like, 
um, she's like, I've never had sex before. Like, what is, how does it work? And she was, ba- she started role oh, playing. Wow. Like she and was, was no, like she was a virgin in, in school. And she was like role playing that I was the bad boy in high school trying to and it, like deflower her. And I was like, I don't want to role play this. Like, this feels weird. I don't want to, I've never understood the whole taking someone's virginity thing. Mm. And, and I don't know, to be forced into the situation suddenly, I was like, am I being sexually like, Harassed right now. I was like, "This is a." I was like, "I don't is like this." this. On this camera, is like, or am I on like a prank with, show or something? You know? Yeah, and she was like, "She was like, oh, like, what do I? Do? Is this okay if I? Will I still be? I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, I'm gonna take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. I just walked out. Like, you have to. Yeah. Because if he just like threw me on the bed and he was like, "You little, you know, whatever," yeah, so and just started abusing me, and then I'd be like happening and he's like oh I'm role playing like, <laughs> like, what we should have cleared that first. yeah exactly no it's I just walked in, a surprise. I just walk in with a firefighter uniform yeah. and I'm just like uh, everyone get, get down, down on your knees and open your mouth yeah exactly yeah I just well, kidnapped like her this. Like, no this is just this is a kidnapping role play what is happening she's baby? ready for this yeah really? oh my god she's, no you're such a good you're such an actor I think yeah we should do that one day this is not Acting baby, this is sex deprivation. She's ready for this. I'll give sex you some deprivation. Vi- I'll leave you a Viagra. Over here. Mario does not have a problem being hard. Can we get? Can you say time. that? Can you say that one more time? Mario, you don't have a problem being hard for a long time. Can you say oh, one more time? <laughs> he does not need Viagra. What we what need is some alone time. What is the best moment right What a man! Everything I ever wanted. On oh, tape, aggressive. On tape, and also okay. So, and to finish this up, because um, we just talked about this, you know, things are changing. You know, in our lives, I'm going to be more in New York. You know what I mean? Like Riley's moved to the Philippines. You know, the they, they just kissed Jeff. My girl moved. In. My girl moved in, right? <laughs> so, um, I and and I think we're we're we're, we're graduating. And I'm going to be know? home alone a lot. Let's yes. not forget about my. She is going to be home alone a lot. I moved to this apartment <laughs> with her, and I've spent like two weeks total here. I feel like That's for like the correct. last two months. Um. <laughs> But I feel like I have um, been holding you guys. Um, like I've been Hostage. holding you guys. I've been I've been holding a part of you. You know what I mean? That I kind of think it is only appropriate now that we're coming into our own as men. You know, graduating from this phase. That I I think you guys are individual people now. You guys are more than just being famous for being Mario Adrian's friends. Even, even though that just happened like five minutes ago. When yeah, we five, were minutes ago. five minutes like, ago. Someone was like, oh my God, Mario and friends. I love you guys. Can I get a photo? And then he came up to me and Jeff and was like, I love you guys' videos. Can I get a photo with Mario too? And like he just didn't want to take a photo of just us. He was like, let's get Mario in it. Yeah. But so yeah, again, but, but still you guys are your own individual people without me. Yeah. And to to symbolize that, I I will I will give you something that uh that that I think belongs to you, which is I it was the Santa hat. Um, which Dildo. which is something Dildo. that I've had for a long Dildo time. Someone's penis. Which is both of your penises. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. I think it is time that this be returned what? to Dexter, the rightful owners. Make me look like I have a dwarf penis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so let me say, dwarfism doesn't affect the penis. <laughs> we learned that in the last That's podcast. Right. Listen, right. Riley, um, good job. Uh, <laughs> this is not representative of anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. Also, like, uh, 
but no, I think this belongs to you because I have this weird thing where I open my drawer in my apartment and every time I'd open it or my cleaning lady would open the drawer, <laughs> she would find just your two dicks in my drawer. Mm. And I'm sorry, Ricky, but you know, I was owning them because I, I own Jeff's stick because that's just a dynamic. And then for uh, Christmas, Christmas <laughs> Secret Santa, I insisted on getting the Secret Santa gift, which was your penis. So I kind of feel like I had both of you guys by the balls <laughs> and i think now i will return you guys to um your respect look how owners. aroused riley yeah, was that, that was that was that was great good job good work yeah yeah she did yeah yeah of course. that makes sense right this is the thing job, jeff didn't Ricky. jeff didn't have any jeff didn't have any help yeah and the more you move the more you're gonna have to censor but you know that's 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 good yeah <laughs> jesus yeah. christ i'm not censoring this is mario this age is age restricted too yeah censoring my eyes by not looking that's valid, good. That's, that's good. Valid. That's good. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. And um, I think is this podcast. So does it? Does it? We're, yeah. We're moving. The, the dicks are. The dicks are there. All right. That's a beautiful symbolism. So how about we end this podcast one last time by spending the last five minutes of this podcast talking about dicks. Five more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Five more minutes. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Bye, yes. guys. Love all of you. She's not part this of the dick talk. So fun. One last time. Let's really give the viewers what they want. Talk about dicks, yeah. and then. Then, then move on because we had like we talk about politics and, and, and social economic dynamics of toxic masculinity for trash. No, what people want is the dick talk. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So, what is the th what is a part of the dick that we have not covered yet? <laughs> the gland. <laughs> okay, I gotta ask one thing because um, we talked with this on the last podcast with Willie Mac. Have you guys ever used a numbing a, a, a numbing spray? Um, I've been with a woman who has used a throat numbing spray. A but throat numbing spray? Yeah. The throat goat? So you can deep throat. Not throat. She didn't need that, but. Better. Climax. Oh, yeah, you've used condoms. it, right? I don't know. I don't so. Okay, never mind. I'm mixing up kitties. <laughs> <laughs> a throat numbing spray? Mm hmm that is commitment right there. I didn't yeah. know that was even a, th that's a very, that's a very niche thing also. It is. It Cause is. I keep getting it. Like I was going to do a sponsorship with like the, the wipes, Roman wipes, right? You put the shout out guys, pay me, please pay me. We're in talks. Hey guys, you know, they never go back to me. Just pay me. Yeah. Cause you put it on there, but then Willie Mack said that he put the numbing thing on there, but then a girl would, you know, perform oral on him and then her mouth would be all like, I had the opposite big. experience. Yeah. Yeah. A girl used a throat numbing spray and then it kind of made, my head a little numb. That is so weird. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. It's just once you numb, everyone numbs. That's that's, 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 that's how it works. That's that's how it works. Wow, that's that's a great takeaway. Um, well, guys, I think baby, come on, come on, stand. Let's do a quick uh quick goodbye thing. We're done. We're done. We're, we're done. done. We're done. With the dick we just need to talk about the, you know we just need for the, for the title. Um, yeah, guys, what what's one thing you wanna wish us for the future? Where do you see yourself, Riley? Now moving on to this next chapter, right? Where does yourself in a year from now? What I wish for all of us, I'm going to answer that question first, is that everything changes, but we stay the same. Alles hat ein Ende, nur die Wurst hat zwei. And then where I see myself in a year? Yeah. Right back here with yeah. Mario Adrian and Jeff Kasser. Reuniting, talking about <laughs> what happened in the Philippines and... What happened with Jeff's uh, relationship when he's 59? I'm curious about that. We have to keep our tripod bond at least. Yeah. I like the girls as well, but 
We've had some awesome times together. Yeah. We've had some great travels. Let's Absolutely. not let's not stop. No, we did we the Philippines it. and Coachella this year. I think it's halfway even over. though we're traveling now, we're doing like, you know, like whatever moving at different places. We got we gotta do our at least yearly trip. Like a boys yeah. trip. Okay. Yeah, we did Coachella, we did Germany, Philippines. we did the Philippines, so we gotta do something again. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. What's next? Where haven't we been? Africa. Where have we been? Where should we go next? Africa. Cape Town. <laughs> Maybe like South America, Colombia. Somewhere in the fall. Are you going to still be touring and leaving I us think behind? so. I think so. My dad's coming to America. You know what we should do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take my German dad because he's coming to America. On a mm-hmm. trip. Uh, around Christmas. We're going to take him to the South. How about we go south. and meet, go to, the, to Tennessee, bro? <gasps> That's one of my dreams. Next so boys trip, Tennessee. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, That's sure. going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay, he's very excited. <laughs> We went from Colombia to Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, same thing, same thing. All right, guys, uh, stay uncensored, guys. Every new videos every single Wednesday. I'm gonna miss those guys. Um, And uh, yeah, follow everybody on Instagram. Microphone. We love you. Stay uncensored. We love you. Love you.